This podcast is intended for investment professionals only. It is not for distribution to retail investors. The information provided and the views expressed in this podcast could change and should not be taken as investment advice or forecasts and are not necessarily the views of Premier Mighton. Reference to any stock, fund or investment should not be considered investment recommendations. Past performance is not a guide to future returns and the value of an investment can fall as well as rise. You are listening to the Perspective Series from Premier Mighton, a regular podcast on investment views from Premier Mighton's macro-thematic multi-asset team. I'm David Jainland, co-fund manager with Anthony Rayner of Premier Mighton's range of macro-thematic multi-asset funds. In this series, we provide our personal views and individual perspectives across a range of investment-focused topics based on 50 years of combined investment experience. As equity markets, particularly growth stocks and consumer cyclicals have rallied, the economy has slipped into the condition previously referred to as a recession, while earnings of the biggest companies by market value have weakened. Equities are forward-looking and are suggesting we can now see past the worst. This week, we look at the evidence for both positive and negative scenarios from here. At the time of writing, the growth-heavy NASDAQ 100 index has, has rallied over 16% from its lows in early June, a considerable move, although it remains 20% below its high at the end of 2021. After that kind of move, it might be tempting to call the end of the current bear phase in markets. On the positive side, we have come through the current earnings season without any major damage. US growth, US jobs growth continues to be exceptionally strong and wage growth still lacks final goods price inflation. Weakness in commodities suggests input price pressure may be subsiding. Markets are taking this as evidence that the Fed will start reducing interest rates earlier than planned as inflationary pressures subside. Less positive is the fact that many of the largest companies reported declining earnings year on year for the second quarter. Expectations are that earnings are likely to grow rapidly from here. Hence, there is considerable room for disappointment, particularly as margins are at historic highs. There's plenty of evidence from from various leading indicators that the economy continues to decline while inflation remains stubbornly high. Politics in the US dictates that the definition of a recession must be set aside for now, but two quarters of declining GDP have already passed, subject to revisions. US consumer spending is rightly regarded as one of the most important drivers of the world economy, but a number of indicators of the health of the US consumer are looking unsettling despite the apparent strength of the employment market. Anecdotal evidence suggests that recent rises in interest rates are having a material impact on home buyers. US buyers typically take a 30-year mortgage, and the cost of these has increased materially since the lows of 2021. Combined with house price rises over the same period, the cost of moving home has increased materially. The housing market has often led the overall economy in the US. We are faced with a situation where lagging economic indicators are still strong, but leading indicators are declining rapidly. Interest rates are likely to continue rising until there is clear evidence that the inflation is back under control and the impact of interest rate rises is believed to be lagged, so the risk of policy error is clear. Governmental intervention in the US and elsewhere looks very likely to be inflationary. While marked as disinflationary, the US Inflation Reduction Act is a case in point. In practice, all politically acceptable interventions are likely to also be inflationary. As a consequence, we are very cautious of this rally. Tightening interest rates, high inflation and a deteriorating economy makes for a poor outlook for both valuations and profitability. While we have taken advantage of a few opportunities to build positions in some of our preferred long-term themes, we still remain well below our typical equity exposure. Obviously, the momentum is a key part of our process and further strength from here will begin to evidence that the broader market is again in an uptrend, in which case we reserve the right to change our stance. 
Thank you for listening. I hope you found this episode interesting. Look out for other episodes in the Perspective series. To find out more about macrothematic funds managed by myself and Anthony, please visit premiermiton.com forward slash macrothematic. This podcast has been issued by Premier Mighton Investors, which is the marketing name for Premier Portfolio Managers Limited and Premier Fund Managers Limited, which are authorised and regulated by the Financial Conduct Authority. A free English language copy of the full prospectus and key investor information document for any Premier Mighton fund mentioned is available on the Premier Mighton website. Visit premiermighton.com.